quick question. I got to ask you, how does that feel, Demon, when you're telling somebody what not to do and out of spite, they do the exact opposite? Well, it, but, you know, it's different. I, if it's I, I, me. No, no, no. It's not different. No. It is. No. It's completely different. Raid experience all over again. Feels bad, man. Feels bad. Feels bad. Yeah. Yeah. That is why Respawn doesn't Sherpa raids that have freaking demon in it. Right there. That, right. What you guys just heard is why I will never Sherpa this, a raid this with Night Demon. This isn't in the podcast. This stuff that we're talking now isn't even in the podcast. We haven't got no. to the podcast. You know why we haven't got you, to the podcast? Man. Because you were late. You were late, so you're being put in the timeout Minutes corner. Minutes late. I've been in here for the last 12. No. no. No, you haven't. You haven't been here. And, and when you were messing... When you, you were lying. messing about with the, the times time. yesterday, you in, said 9.59. I, I was in I at 9.59. In, you were you not guys here. were already here, and you I was like, here. they're already here. I look at the bottom. It says 10.04. Exactly. I was you said 9.59. You were joking about in that podcast, Jack, but it was 9.59. You were like, I'm going to be there at 9.59. You weren't even here at 9.59. So you're in the timeout corner. I'm in the timeout corner, huh? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. So what makes us different, you may ask? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news and information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now... On with the show. Get so, well, should, should we kick the show off with um, welcome, everybody? Hi, we're back. Welcome, everybody. We're what back for another week. Enough? Guess who's back? All back three of us, even. All three of us. Copyright. Uh, tell your friends. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I'm Timon. That's who's back. I was back last <laughs> week. Well, you know I was back last week. Were yeah. you really, though? Yeah, but you're also back this were week. You really? You're fully back this week. Last last week, you sort of parachuted in to save the, the impending train wreck. <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, welcome to the show. I'm Night Demon, your host. What up, Night Demon? The singer, as always, is Respawn. And our eloquently speaking other American, it's Parody. And he's just about to tell us what's happening next week in Destiny. Destiny 2, of course. Not one. Because we don't know that anymore. Destiny, um, it's still running inexplicably. And Houndish covered what exotics you can get from Xur, who is also apparently coming to Destiny as well. Who knew? But in Destiny 2 next week, the Iron Banner and Lord Saladin are back. And he is bringing boosted valor with him. You can defeat Grask and the Taken in the Lake of Shadows Nightfall ordeal strike. Would you say that I am shivers down my spine? The weekly flashpoint will be IO because they wanted to ruin our game and actually give us the flashpoint now. No, but you did say last week we haven't played that for a while. We have. I think we just we we gave we up. What we it was Bungie have given up on the flashpoint. <laughs> it was more like let's describe what this new crucible event is that's been here for a long time. Well, we have to because Shax brings with him supremacy and showdown supremacy. You shoot the men's, you grab the orb, you go on with life. So what's Showdown, boys? 
Um, that's where you throw all your weapons down on the floor and you just charge each other head on. It's a showdown. That sounds oh, horrible. Oh, actually, no, is it literally 10 paces turn and fire? No, that would be a duel. And see, this is why we have to describe what these matches are because no one actually knows. And honestly, when you try to look them up, you're you're taken to my poor departed friend, Crucible Labs, from back when that was a thing, going back way back into the reaches of time. So Showdown is where you have two teams of four, and they vie for dominance by seeking which team can score the most kills in a timed round. There are five rounds in total, and if one team wins three rounds, they win. And at the end of four rounds, if you're tied two and two, then the fifth round becomes a sudden death elimination where each player only gets one life. And that's uh-huh. Showdown. So you can ignore that and go play Iron Banner or ignore PvP for the in, you know entire week, as most of you will probably do. And go play Gambit like our dear Dredged Lord, Blue Screen 42. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so now that we've gotten up to next week, uh, what's happening this week at Bungie? L- lots of things happened this week. There was um, a ride along in a dungeon, which was exciting. So good. So Respawn can tell us all about the uh, the deep dive into the dungeon and the dungeon itself, because I have watched neither the the ride along nor step foot into the dungeon, except for that one time I, I ended up there accidentally. Well, I can tell you a few things from the dungeon, if you'd like to know. And this isn't from me actually watching it. This is li- me listening to other podcasts who've watched it or have <laughs> spoken to people that have watched it. So I can give you fourth hand, maybe fifth hand information on this. Welcome back to welcome back to the Destiny Hearsay podcast. I've I've heard this thing and I've heard about Destiny. I've, a friend told me his brother's sister's best friend got this game. It's called Destiny. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, there's something to do with how they developed it. That it starts off with a circular room, so meaning giving the meaning of of the traveler, and then you go into the flat plains of the 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 sand, and then. Mm-hmm. You go into the square room, and then finally you go into the triangle-shaped room, and it's meant to go from Traveller to kind of the Pyramid Darkness kind of thing. That's what I heard. Excellent. Lots, yeah, lots, lots of different shaped rooms. I hear that's the that's the new thing. Yeah, you 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 go from circles to squares to triangles, and it's all meant to mean something. Primary shapes. Yes. Ah, cool. m- mainly going from Traveller. To Pyramid Darkness. And if you want to go and see that, we will link that. That's um, been recorded and it's out there. So if you did miss it, you can go and watch it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. And now everything's dark and then everybody freezes and we all die in the cold. And 2020 ends as it, as it should have. The end. <laughs> and that's it, huh? Nothing else. Had to ride along and... Yeah, I mean that that was it. That, that that's all the the twelve this week. I mean they go over that Iron Banner's returning. So you, if you didn't do the bounty from last Iron Banner, then you can do it this time. And remember, if you haven't done it, pick it up on all three characters because you complete it on one character and it auto completes on the other two, giving you another chance at the sidearm and the auto rifle on the other characters that have got that bounty completed when you go and turn it in. So that's extra fun. If you haven't done that, if you've already done it then it's kind of tough luck. It's just play the game, get the tokens, and throw them in Shax's face. No, Saladin's face. You could throw them in Shax's face, but you won't get anywhere. He won't really want them. 
You want them in Saladin's face. He will yeah. accept the tokens and he will give you all the swarm of the ravens you could never really want. You want the sidearm and you want the auto rifle. And hopefully with some decent rolls, unlike the one of each I got last time. Something I did find out that was quite interesting that I'm not sure how it actually does work, but I saw that it was mentioned somewhere that the light level differences in uh, increments of five now. So if if you are five light higher than, say, somebody at 1050 and you're 1055, that will have like, a, okay. you know, the damage will be scaled yeah. up or down, mm -hmm. whichever. That that would be from our little Ironhead section of the TWAB because after running Iron Banner for um, how many months and years, they've actually decided to explain in the TWAB how Iron Banner works, which maybe they did before, but they sure haven't in the last few. Oh, yes, there you go. Yeah, so here's your, your quick Iron Banner lesson from Bungie is first, get your power up, since this activity is power enabled. So that means your opponents will have an edge if they're five or more power above you. Second, snack your weekly bounties from Lord Zeldon in the tower before jumping in. You can earn some pinnacle power gear when completing the objectives. And third, please everyone, capture the zones. The more zones you hold, the more points you get whenever you defeat an enemy. And fourth, stick with your teammates. While being a lone wolf can be fun, hunting with the pack can yield the best results. And can I add a fifth in there? Capture shoot the zones weapons. again? No, shoot, shoot your weapons, because there's no point in you just running along as a herd of sheep to each <laughs> capture zone and standing there in a wither horde. You know, it doesn't make any sense. You do have to shoot the bands that are coming at you. Don't just go and capture the zones. Shoot the mans that are trying to shoot you and then go maybe capture another zone. But try and hold on to two zones. And if you've got a really good team, maybe go for the third one. Just I thought I'd throw that in there because that makes no sense just sticking with those four rules. You do have to shoot the mans. Yes. It is, it, is a, it is a game mode where you must shoot other people. Walking up to them and offering them your hand or emoting toward them will not end in victory. Actually, Only no. I, I'm going to add a sixth rule to that. If you're a titan, insurmountable skull fort and running around punching people. That, you can do that. You don't have to shoot the mans. You can just punch the mans or punch the hunters. Syntheseps. Oh, punch, run around and punch things. So, yeah. So now that you've gotten your four bungee and two titans and a hunter, additional rules the iron banner comes back you know on tuesday august 4th until the next tuesday august 11th at the normal time because that's how things work in the game yes and then right. and and oh oh and also wait one one last final rule rule number seven don't play on pc don't play <laughs> on pc go to a console go to stadia don't play pvp on pc it just isn't done you're gonna have a bad experience i can guarantee you or I think you can also go and now play it on that new NVIDIA thing. I'm sure I'm Tash talking about it. Max, and yeah, yeah. It's a bit like I, the Stadia xCloud thing, but Invi NVIDIA. So one of our yeah. Aussies I play with, he, he plays on the Mac with the NVIDIA thing. So what is, so what is what's powering that? Is it in, the in graphics the card? Hmm. So it, I'm so confused. So does it connect to other PCs? Because if it does, then there's still no point to play on that. No, it doesn't connect to like your own PC. It might connect to like a PC somewhere else, like a. No, but if they would say they 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 took their Nvidia team into trials, who would they be playing? Other Nvidia people or people on PC? 
PC. Uh, okay. okay. We, we skip that one then. Don't go on that one. Uh, okay, so that's one, that's another one of those like you know, connecting to a PC somewhere and playing it sort of like xCloud. You're playing on a data center PC somewhere, not a PC in your house, but it's still a PC-based thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what, what, what was actually powering that thing. And then and then over the last week or so, I've just had loads of tweets come from Bungie going, we're doing maintenance, we're doing this, there's going to be this maintenance this day, but don't expect any downtime. But if you get kicked out, just reload it back up and you'll be back in. And that's all in preparation for a hotfix, which we have a preview for, which is going to go live next Tuesday. That's and what they say. It's, it's going to be a fresh hotfix, right from the oven. They've put it in the oven, it's been baking, they've gotten all the moisture out, going to have some delicious hotfixy goodness, because... Uh, when they introduced update 2.9.1, there were a couple of bugs because, as as we discussed, and, and if you read the deep dive on how they fixed the Beaver error last week, networking is hard. Games are hard. Computers are hard. So they fixed a couple of bugs for with the Nightfall ordeal. Uh, they fixed an issue where the ordeal version of the Lake of Shadows was inaccessible at tiers above Adept for players who did not own Forsaken. They've also fixed an issue where the Festering Core Master Nightfall listed at 1080 power in the director, but was actually 750 power. Guardians should expect a much greater challenge when engaging with this strike. Wasn't this, one, wasn't this one we were saying you know, they probably aren't going to fix because it's going away anyway? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they sure did. So I guess they found, you know, they found the button to hit to go, oh, instead of delete 750, type 1080, save, yeah. and we're good. As soon as Cheese or other people put out videos going, you could farm this right there and then, it was like swapped out, wasn't it, for the pyramid? Was it Pyramidium at the time? Or something? Yeah, I, yeah, they swapped it out, but I think we all sort of agreed, you know, oh, they probably won't bother fixing this because it's going away and, of course, now November, but I guess it was an easy fix. So. Good job, then. Well, I don't, what I don't understand about that is, is if, if it was an easy fix, why didn't they do it way back when, when Cheese made a video about it six seven eight months ago going i told you because now cheese is on their radar man thanks to your damn video it's nothing to do with me we, it's we 100 oh, the foundish does keep referencing he, he does keep referencing cheese in nearly every other video goes oh he does cheese, yeah this was on a cheese forever video uh, i mean because, you do because cheese is all cheese is all of our sources for everything yes. just like our sources for leviathan uh rewards of XP Glimmer and chances toward Exotic and Bread Ingrams are now back on a weekly lockout. Note that weapons and armor are not affected by the lockout and can be earned multiple times. So I think this is the the shell perk that was not working, you know, that was also giving unlimited rewards that they didn't intend. So that's been fixed for Leviathan raids. I, and the fact, you, the, you know, the I think last week I there was a, a dog farm that was going on with people just, well, it's been for like the last three weeks, people have been getting to the dog location and just at checkpoint and farming that um, mm-hmm. location over and over again because there was a high number of well with that sh- uh, with the ghost shell that you can get from Leviathan it gives you a high chance of getting exotics although they were only year one exotics they were still being able to have high stat rolls and being able to be farmed Bungie yeah, don't really want kind of doing that they want you to kind of go into the nightfall ordeals and bang your head against the wall for three hours to get one exotic that you probably don't really want, whereas this was a farming method that they don't really like people doing. They've fixed an issue where some players could not acquire the means to an end quest from the Prismatic Recaster. It's got to be rough 
if you've gotten this far into the season and have not been able to get the means to an end quest mm. at all. So Right. So at least you know at least now you have a couple extra weeks because it's been a couple weeks to get into it. Yeah. The fix an issue where the ruinous effigy could trigger the heal from the stronghold Titan exotic armor while blocking with the carry object. Not swords. Like it should work. Ruinous effigy was apparently also triggering that heal mechanic. Now it does not anymore, but who was the strongholds to find out? I honestly don't get why that's a fix. That is just kind of an added bonus for why you'd want to have the strongholds. Right. It, it could be a reason now, to use them. Now they become obsolete again. It's like the choice mm -hmm. over having a stronghold or something else, people will go with the something else at this point in time. So, yeah. Is, it, is also, it really useless though, especially with all the swords that we have in the game right now that people? Well, it's using? not useless. Yes, it's still useless because they've no. also fixed an issue where the umbral stat-focused engrams could provide less than ten in the selected stat, which completely defeats the purpose <laughs> of doing that. So yeah, so that, those are the couple things to be in our hot fix this week. Yeah, and yeah, strongholds. It, it, I think I even got one to drop recently with probably decent stats, but I don't look at it because you can block with a sword better. Cool. Don't care. Never going to do it. So this hotfix that's coming, 2.9.1.2, when is that going to drop parody? It is going to drop on Tuesday, August 4th, right before Iron Banner. Basically at uh, 9 a.m. PDT, 1600 UTC, and figure it out in your time zone. It's basically the same time they always do this. So 45 what, minutes later, you'll be kicked offline if you aren't all offline already. At 10 a.m. PDT, that would be 1 p.m. Eastern, 1700 UTC, and um, the next day in Oz. Hotfix <laughs> 2.9.1.2 begins rolling out on all platforms and regions. One minute later, allegedly, Destiny is back online and players can log in. And then at 12 p.m. PDT, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1900 UTC, and again, the next day in Oz, your service maintenance concludes, but more likely it'll be an hour or two after that that it actually concludes, but you'll be able to be back online. And as a reminder, for the duration of when maintenance begins to when all the servers come back online, all your API-based things are down. Your DIMMs, your Ishtar Commanders, your little lights, your Destiny sets, everything that talks to Destiny of the game can't talk to Destiny of the game because those things are all offline. So don't try to do what I always try to do and think, I'm going to sort my inventory. You can't. And there are a couple of known issues. They are still investigating. Um, players who acquire the Calcified Light without the Pendulum step of the growth quest in their inventory will be blocked from completing the quest. So if you're not at the point where you need to pick up the little Calcified Lights for your Ruinous Effigy, don't touch them. You'll break your quest and you'll be sad. Picking up a throwing hammer while holding a sword will not recharge the Titan's melee ability when running code of the Devastator. Because Titans, sword or throwing hammer, you gotta pick one. You can't you can't have both. Sorry, it's it's just that's the rules. Uh enemies I, in the board with that, actually. Mm -hmm. Enemies in the hexahedron encounter of the prophecy dungeon can stop spawning. Which just seems like you know how a mechanic should work anyway, but I'm assuming can stop spawning before they're supposed to. The Season tab of the Director will flash to indicate available rewards when none are there. We call that the EVA problem. And the uh, previously uncensored names on Steam are now being censored. So that's fun. So that's just, a, you know, the list of the known issues they're highlighting this week. We'll link the known issues article in the show notes, because as you all know, there's always more than just what we mentioned here. 
And yeah, that's that's been our entire twelve of the week, other than some beautiful uh uh, beautiful videos, including hunters throwing knives at people and getting one-shot kills in the in the crucible. The thing that respawn was worried about the hunt, the the titans doing when we got hammers that were better, but this guy is just running around throwing knives and setting people aflame. So, good job, bud. Are you trying to compare apples to oranges, bud? Is is that what I'm hearing? No, I'm trying to I'm trying to point out that there was a video this week of a hunter running around and getting one-shot kills with a knife. That's all. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then, so this, Bungie, and then Bungie links, sorry, at the bottom, just the, you know, sort of the updated calendar of when things are coming in this season, because uh, we have more of it now. And over to Night Demon slash Houndish. What's up, guys? Night Demon here. <laughs> What's up, guys? Night Demon here. See, no! I sound honestly, I nothing like You're doing it on purpose. You can't get sued for that. That's not a copyrighted or trademarked phrase. No, Other people can say, what's up, guys? Night Demon here. What's up, guys? Houndish here. Nope. So, oh, yeah. See, look, look at that. <sighs> Tempting fate. He's not. What's up, guys? Not Houndish here. There you go. Does that work? No. <laughs> it's never going to work. We all know who you really are on the inside. M tashed. <laughs> 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 Only on days that end in Y. So we are flying through this um, podcast this week. There's, you know, we've done this week of Bungie. We've done the known issues. I think it's now time for the Respawns Report Roundup. Okay. Why did you say that? My eyes start to water up. All right, let's go. Uh, of joy, you're, you're so joyous that you want to bring the, the people the news, the extra news no, that they don't get in the twab. I've been up since 6 a.m. and it's my nap time. Some twabs will be sorry, this is from Damage 04. Some twabs will be meaty, giving topics for you to chew on and discuss for hours on end. Others will be business as usual. This week, maybe a light week, depending on whether or not we can get some of our info together. Elijah is joining in on the podcast. Thank you. We have a bit to talk about before November 10th, but things are still in development, and we want to get our ducks in a row and make sure our messaging is clear and factual. We know you want to hear about things like transmog. Further DCV details, that is Delta Charlie Victor details, sandbox updates, and other general changes to Destiny 2 features. Details will come in time. And we'll be more than happy to get that info to you as soon as it's ready. Until then, we've got moments of triumph, seasonal events, and general D2 gameplay to keep you company. That was a lot. He had a lot to say. Oh, and this next um, one, we got a comment from Matt over on our Podbean site saying okay. that D2 will also be coming to Xbox Game Pass for PC that w- that you get with Ultimate. And I replied to Matt because I'd looked into this at the time because I didn't want to give people the wrong information that Xbox hadn't confirmed whether it was coming to PC in September. But having looked at it today, Microsoft have confirmed it will be coming to PC Game Pass sometime in 2021. And I did say that I'd bring this up on the show. And thank you, Matt, for kind of pointing that out. But then Cosmo, as Respawn is about to tell us, uh, has replied to somebody on uh, Twitter Reddit. 
Reddit. Reddit, Reddit Twitter. link. Redder. Twitter. Reddit link. All right. So Cosmo has commented on Destiny 2 coming to Xbox Game Pass 2. Uh, DTG bot and Acer 1096XXX. I might have completely jacked that up, but I don't know how to use Reddit, so shut up. Acer 1096XXX says, does this include Xbox Game Pass for PC as well? Edit. Confirmed no PC for now, but planned for 2021. Cosmo replies, we have news for PC Game Pass members later in 2021. Somebody else replied, this is Z- this is O8 Sierra ST. Damn it. This is O8 STU says later in 2021. Is that a typo? Question mark. Cosmo replies, no. So that dude was obviously very shocked. He goes, 2021. Wait, wait, what? 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 He 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 pulled to me. He's just like, I'm sorry, that, that has to be wrong. Except Cosmo said no. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's coming, but not until next year sometime. Which sort of makes sense if it was coming this year and you had to push things back, you know, six weeks as it is. If it was coming in Christmas, now it's 2021 or later. So sorry, PC people. You get what you get in 2021. They, they get gears tactics. They, they don't need anything else. I guess it's going to force us to play on Xbox for a bit, huh? Or just have the game that you already bought. Uh, yeah. Uh, da Bungie has replied to Bungie. Capture the Destiny 2 Beyond Light Collector's Edition before it's gone. Limited quantities are available in both the US and EU, which excludes Britain. It doesn't exclude Britain. You can still get stuff full. from there on the EU site. I don't believe you. Powerful vids full replies to at powerful vids full. Oh no, that's his. Is that how that works? Is that like his his tag? Doesn't matter. Powerful power vids full says if I get this now, how many months? Well, I have to wait until I actually get it. Bungie replies says collector's edition exclusive physical collectible Bungie contents delivered on or before November tenth, twenty twenty. So, uh, it is what I think it's been uh, like, it so, August, right? August, September, October, about three months. There you go. I think it's the same so, as any other collector's edition. You'll get it in the post either the day before or even two days before. You won't be able to run it until it actually goes live. So, it doesn't really matter whether they deliver it to you early or actually on the day. What even is that thing in his hand? Any is that just like a light? It's a shard, it's a shard of dark. Yes. Oh, right. so, okay. so you can't fondle your shard of darkness until you're, you know. Oh, I can fondle my shard of dark. Oh, you mean the thing? Oh, sorry. I. Moving on. DMG04 commented on change the 150 fallen bounty to kill insert amount enemies. Thanks for the post. I think I replied to one of these a few weeks back, but the major feedback points I've shot to the team are. Competing for kills can be frustrating. Players would like to see shared fire team progress. There aren't enough strikes, so feature large amounts of fallen consistently strikes like Arms Sailor can have a bunch of fallen, but most of all, this prevents natural feeling progress. On the bounty, thanks again for continued feedback. You didn't help at all. DMG, take a drink, guys. Uh 
DMG also commented on daily reminder Nova Warp was unfairly killed and Spectral Blades got off scot free, except it didn't. It did because somebody said it did, so you can't argue. Uh, I can argue that, like no. because Spectral no. Blades has also been nerfed a bunch, so don't even come at me. No, <clears throat> no, remember when we could just Spectral Blades back and forth across the map like uh, Warlocks currently can, and now we can't do that anymore? Yeah. Because it was nerfed. So, uh, who, who? No, it says Spectral Blades got off scot free. No, no warlock is Spectral Blading anywhere. No, yeah. not, not Spectral Blade, but the freaking that little fire blade dance they do to the sky. What aspects of Nova Warp feel, what aspects of Nova Warp feel to need the most attention? The duration, I'll be honest with you, because that is my favorite build. Uh, we've passed a bit of general feedback over the, to the team. Take a drink. But I'd love to see some examples. Tell me about your feelings on damage, movement, abilities, or whatever your heart desires. It could use some extra damage for PvE, but mostly the duration. I, you feel, you feel it so much whenever you try to use it. It used to last so long, and now it's just. I literally heard the cogs turning as you got to E in that whole sentence. You're like. Spot 2 underscore gaming says, can we get some info about Gambit's future at some point as well? I really want to know what's happening to my favorite game mode. That guy's a psychopath. DMG is wearing a mask. You should too. Replies. We'll definitely have info sometime over the summer, but on Jesus. We'll definitely have info out sometime over the summer on how Gamut is changing. Probably won't be in the near future, but definitely before Beyond Light. Until then, hold tight and bank those moats. Blue screen 42. Lock and load, quick draw. Let's find out what's coming to kill you this time. I am also very curious what our, our Gambit changes are going to be because I love me some Gambit. I want them to keep, I want them to get rid of Gambit regular and keep prime and prime's counterpart because i i really like that armor for the freaking uh transmog i really want to keep that armor for the transmog mm -hmm. it took low in front uh, i've been working on my sentry set to try to get the sentry triumph done and i need a whole bunch of i can't remember what the metal's called basically when you where you clear the last blocker three times in a match yeah trying to do that and convince your team that no no i'm gonna stand here at the bank and murder the blockers you all do everything else, and I will shoot things at range. Doesn't work. They don't listen well. You need to go in with with a, with a group of your own, dude. I am perfectly fine with killing all the ads and then going to kill the people on the other side. You you stay you you stay there and you kill all the invaders, uh, yeah. not invaders, blockers. You, you, you invaders, you invaders, blockers. I'll mark anybody. I don't care. But yeah, no. I, I've been, unfortunately I've been playing a weird time, so it's just me on. And um, I know everyone's great love for Gambit, so. Even if I say, hey, let's play Gambit, everyone goes, yeah, no, you go over there, sit in the corner, and think about what you've done. I'll play Gambit with, with other people. I mean, Gambit's lost a lot of its luster that it used to have, unless I'm playing with clan mates or friends. Then it's fun again. Uh, Senate Nomad asks, a lot of us are asking for details on anti-cheats. Is there any hope that this will be addressed before Beyond Light? I'm answering no. <laughs> DMG answering. DMG says, DMG says, hope? Is there hope? Yes, there's hope. Which means that's all you're going to get, guys. Uh, further on, it says, team is definitely working on improvements to Destiny 2, which should combat cheating. 
Can't provide a date for details. Take a drink. Goal would be to talk about it as soon as we can. Really take another drink. And and really, they can only ever say so much about it, other than yes, we've done stuff. Because you're never going to get a you know a detailed breakdown, obviously, of here's what we're doing to combat to combat cheaters. Because then the cheaters know what you're doing, and that's just dumb. But yeah, it it needs love because as we said, don't play PvP on PC. Don't do it. Yeah, and like when you watch some of these live streams, like every now and again, I'll pop in on MTAST or I'll pop in on Azacross, whatever. I'll, I'll fall out, whoever. And like, I swear to God, like they don't outright say it, but when you watch them and you can see a guy like sniping with 100% accuracy, freaking, you know, 50 to 75% of the time. Like, like you can't say that he's outright cheating because some people are pretty good. But the fact that he never misses a sniper shot or never even gets a body shot with a sniper. Yeah, I was just saying. That's say, sketchy, if, man. If you're if you're 100% anything, you're cheating. I'm sorry. Unless unless you have one sniper shot and it's a headshot and that's the only shot you've taken, I'll give you credit. That's all you. But if you have 100% you know, accuracy on any gun, on anything, you're cheating point blank. Yeah. And you can, you can just feel it. Some of them are outright point out, you know, why people are cheating because this happened or that happened or this happened. But like, it's just, it's, there's just so many cheaters. And it makes me feel so bad because, especially when like you're watching them do the carries, they're helping some guy like me that can't, that can't get to the tower any other way. Right. And most of lighthouse. their matches, you can get to the tower anytime. Sorry, lighthouse. Maybe you can. If you need some help, respawn. I will give you a tower carry anytime you need, bud. Thank you, much appreciated. But yeah, no, they're helping people out that otherwise can't get to the lighthouse on their own accord, right? So seeing that, and then seeing them like two, three matches in, and then here's a cheater, right? A guy that self reses or a guy that's getting a hundred percent headshots on snipers and freaking uh high impact hand cannons, right? And then they they use the the mercy for that and move on another one or two matches and there's another cheater or there's a group of cheaters. One time there was there was a group of guys where I am not kidding you, every single one of them was hitting nothing but headshots. Every single one of them. I was like, good God, man. That's nuts. I would I would I would never play Destiny again. These streamers they're they're giving it their all. They're they're trying to play the game despite the cheaters, but it's 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 hard to it's hard to watch. I can't even imagine what it would be like to play against. And I just I give them credit for that. They're still trying to help people despite all this nonsense. Yeah, why you haven't just given up and said, you know, I'm going to console or doing something, you know, do raid helps or something instead. I don't know at this point, but hey, more power to them for banging their head against that particular wall because I would have given up by now. So now we come to the the best part of the podcast. A three-hour lore reading? The entire history of front to back? No. He's he's banned from lore readings now. No! Did y'all see that I found the thing that I was looking for? I, I no. sent it to y'all. I, I was like, no. I found it! No. You're banned I found from, it! You're banned from lore readings. I found it! Banned. No. Baby agrees. I'm getting somebody in to replace you. <laughs> you the baby? Can, Say- no, I can't, because your system is so good right now. It mutes you half the time when you get too loud, and it's yeah. phenomenal. Oh, I'm not I, have not, I have not heard the baby. No, no, no. You should keep it on. 
It's, it's working out perfectly as intended. I have not heard a baby a single time. So yes, we've come to the the main, the meat, the, the main substance of our podcast this week. And yes, I know there are a lot of other podcasts out there that have not really covered much, and um, we we will cover stuff for you in um, chocolate sauce and stuff. In painful, we will cover things not just in detail, but in a possibly painful level of detail. You'll be begging at the end of it to have less detail and say, really, are you going to do a deep dive into this? Yes, yes, we are. And friends, it, it is not a detailed reading of all the bugs in the game. No, no. That's, that's a particular threat we're going to hold over your head and continue to do so. Because, 19, we, we have a different thing to deep dive into this week. We are talking about our Solstice of Heroes for 2020. So last year we had the Moments of Triumph, which was extended until the 17th of September. And that was because of the delays during for Shadowkeep and with the launch of that, because that was delayed two weeks. So the Moments of Triumph portion was actually extended, but the Solstice of Heroes still ended when it was meant to end on August 27th. So this year, again, all players in Destiny 2 are welcome to participate in the event, and it begins on August the 11th. So that's when Iron Banner finishes. This will kick off and it will run until September 8th. And I'm guessing, just because of history, that they won't extend the solstice, but they might extend the moments of triumph for another month or so. If you wanted to complete all your moments of triumph from last year, you had to make sure that you earned your legendary solstice set and masterworked one piece before the deadline. And there are a couple of hidden uh, triumphs with Dish's moments of triumph for the 2020 seal, which are probably going to be along the same kind of, probably exactly the same triumph, let's face it. They don't very rarely change things up as much. So I really hope of... that's not the case. I really hope that's not the case. Well, it is. I think it is only the two things, and it's just going to be get a, get your legendary sources set, the full set, but only you only have to master work one of the items. So we will go through what those items are and what you need to do. <sighs> What we could do is we, we have a look at, try and explain to you how it worked last year. So what happened was the, there was these, Ikora used to do meditations, which you could go and play previous events that happened in Destiny, at the beginning of Destiny 2. And she teamed up with Eva Levante, and they came up with this EAZ, which was the European Aerial Zone. And it was literally a whole city floating on rocks, um, one large rock and then several on the outside and what you had to do is basically go round and kill different enemies and you had the chance of killing the more and more enemies I, I believe that you killed the more time that you would get if you destroyed the champions and then you would be able mm -hmm. to then kill a boss at the end and then run around and open hit these hidden chests that were all around the map yeah like the halloween events that we've had yeah yeah what happened was each day, the event would feature one of the three elements, so solar, arc, or void. The elemental kills will award you with elemental orbs, and these would just drop randomly with your normal orbs that would drop. Picking up these orbs would let you complete objectives to upgrade your armor, 
and you could create whatever orbs that you needed for the objectives that you're working on to achieve. You could also collect up to 30 orbs matching that day's element to apply an elemental buff for a brief time. So what would happen was solar element buff. If you equipped your solar subclass and the weapons to generate your solar orbs, then collect them, the wielder would then have the solar elemental power, which while empowered, your guardian would admit a burning wave of energy that damages anything around them. It kind of just pulsate from you, wouldn't it? And you could do that on a Titan, Warlock or Hunter. Yep. The void element, again, if you put your void subclass, void weapons to generate the orbs, then collected them. This would work on every every class, by the way. If you crouched while you were empowered, you would become invisible and gain true sight, like a hunter can, plus enhanced ability regeneration. And that would be Titans could do this, Warlocks could do this, and Hunters could do this as well. So it wouldn't matter what tree you selected on your Hunter. Again, it was only for a brief period of time. I think it was something like 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, there were pull-downs, but yeah this would also work in crucible but there was a caveat to that and then arc elemental buff again equipping arc subclass arc weapons to generate the orbs uh, while you're empowered guardians with move with enhanced speed and deal greater melee and sword damage so you can imagine that on a titan that was fantastic i don't have uh, to i was there and it's <laughs> the the effects lasted for a short period of time or until you were defeated by your enemies and have no fear at the time those buffs were not active in competitive or Gambit Prime last year. So fingers crossed that they won't be active this year. They would have kind of copied and pasted it across. Yeah, so yeah, no competitive PvP. That includes Trials and no Gambit Prime. It was in regular Gambit for some reason. I guess because of probably the mechanic of not being able to steal. I, I don't know why, because reasons. <laughs> So Eva and Ikora, as I said, teamed up for this new ritual that was in the centre of the tower, pretty much where the Guardian Games statue was, or if you, you weren't there for Guardian Games. Literally, when you fly to the tower, there'll be a statue right in front of you, Eververse, and the Postmaster will be on the left, and the Cryptarch guy will be on your right. But it's literally right in front of you. The enemy types that were on the EAZ were Hive, Cabal, and Fallen. You would also get the odd um taken champion suddenly appear for different reasons there would be i think there was um bounties that you could do to do different things or unlock different hidden triumphs i think i can't really remember i can't remember now yeah there was something tied to that yeah going because it would tell you like you know the taken has appeared like because there were different spots on the map with different names it would say you know the taken champion has appeared here and you know, go kill them. I think it would give you like a like a buff in the game, or refill your super, or something like that when you kill them in the actual EAZ. And yeah, there were that some. Was it, yeah, bounties. there was also like some bounties or triumphs tied to it as well. So there was a reason to do it just in the gameplay for once, not just for a triumph. But yeah, there was something else in the moments of triumph to do it too. So it was a at the time it was a new three player match made activity that could be launched from the tower or the director. I think it's much like the dungeon was. It was just a, an icon on the map on the tower, so you Speaking could walk the up dungeon, to. The... Did we have Greg in the EAC, or did Greg only come for the Halloween stuff? He was only in the Halloween stuff. There was no big ogre chasing around the EAC. Well, no, okay. not, not that. Per- there were other ogres. Not that. Per- or I'm sorry, um, knight. There were yeah. other knights, but not the particular unkillable knight in the EAC. I mean, they had similar mechanics that you see in strikes and other 
Destiny 2 mechanics that you can get. So there was there was like making sure that the two champions were next to each other to get their shields down or I think like the the broodhold strike where you've got the two witches there was the two different apparitions of those that were one of the bosses but we'll get to that in a second so your goal was to defeat as many mini bosses as possible before the time expires when your time ran out you would face off against the final boss once that boss was defeated you would set out across the eaz in search of hidden chests now these were all in set locations but the problem was you didn't know how where those locations would actually spawn a chest so say if you regularly just killed five mini bosses before you got to the final boss those five chests would not spawn in the same location every time you did the eaz they would be in the set of like 25 locations all five would spawn in different area each time you went to it again the more mini bosses you defeat the more treasures would await you the chest contained solstice packages which you could open with solstice key fragments and by completing any activity during the solstice of heroes and consider them similar to Essence of Dawn. Now, this was something that was kind of uh, very similar to like the tokens that you could kind of turn in with Eva and you could unlock more packages and get more different rolls of your armor and, and different weapons. There was mainly blues. I think it was very similar to how we had other events in Destiny. You'd get more blue items that would drop out of these packages than you would get like the legendaries or even a and exotic so last year with the event kicking off you basically had to go and speak to eva she would send you off on a little journey you'd end up going to the eaz and you'd run through for your first time at the end of that you would then return to eva and she would award you with the drained armor set and you'd then have to go off and do different objectives to power that up you then come back to the statue meditate and then that would upgrade the set to a i think it was a renewed armor set and then go off do different things again come back to the statue meditate and it would upgrade to the majestic set but this year they've changed it slightly the base set that you start off with is a renewed set you then move on to the majestic set and then you move on to the magnificent set which is your your top tier one so we're skipping the first step where we have to actually get the armor to begin with which is well, no, th that that's now? what happened last year. You had to go to the EAZ and experience yeah. it for the first time for her to then go, well, here you are, here's an armor set. But before the last year, it, it was the drained armor set from the Red War when you first started the campaign. And you remember you had to upgrade that to the Majestic set. But they're kind of, for some reason, they're not doing the, the that um, drain set to start start you off. It's the renewed set that you start off with, with the blue set. So you go blue, purple, and then um, purple again. Purple with flourishes. Purple with yeah. fanciness. <laughs> yeah, fancy pansies. So um, the, as I said, the Solstice packages could award you with rare and legendary gear, enhancements, and other materials. And the Solstice packages are sealed packages contained untold treasures from the EAZ. And to open them, you need to have had the Solstice key fragments. And I believe, I remember last year, you had loads and loads of key fragments in the end, didn't you? It's a bit like what we had with... Um, the cookies? No, you know, with the with the towers and and the, the Rasputin things that we've had recently. And now with um, the twisted metal, I can't remember what they're called, twisted elements to then decode the engrams with a drifter 
so so you you need the key fragments to then decode the packages so very similar mechanics as as what we've kind of been working with for like last year yeah basically like everything else you're going to have a whole bunch of extra materials there'll be one material set you don't have enough of and the one you have loads of and can't do anything with there was also a consumable that was rewarded by eva and the solstice bounties which would aid you called the fragment magnet frag fragment <laughs> magnet i am uh, this consumable item attract solstice key fragments at an alarming rate and you use it at your you had to use it at your own risk but as we found out that was something that was very buggy and was taken out of the game very very quickly so i'm not sure if this will be something that will be put back in the game this year maybe they've actually worked on it and patched it and got it to work but it was as it was meant to be it was meant to attract more of these um solstice key fragments than you could really want right but it, it kind of i think they ended up evening it out so that instead of having to use the consumable other uh, elements of like doing strikes gambit and crucible would just drop these key fragments for you and at the end of it once you earned a full set of the legendary solstice armor, uh, the solstice packages would reward you with additional armor that you could hunt for versions of the solstice armor with enhanced perks so hopefully they'll do that this year so that the the base armor set that you kind of slowly upgrade would then you'd be able to kind of swap out once you get to the magnificent set and then finally get you know just keep playing the eaz part to get the packages to then unlock higher stat rolls which would be really helpful for the next year the rewards that they were offering last year uh eva had a sparrow attached to her and what that entailed of how to get that sparrow was you had to collect all of the solstice legendary armor sets on all three characters and that would give you access to the ev37 void streak sparrow and what i didn't realize until recently when i was in the scourge of the past with the respawn was that this sparrow was very unique because there's only one other version of this kind of sparrow which is the exotic one that you can get from the scourge of the past where enemies are less aggressive towards you whilst riding this sparrow so if you've got the Sparrow from last year, you can use this in the Scourge of the Past uh, Sparrow Race part to get shot less at, which is really handy. If you are kind of going in there and farming for the the fallen mods that you can possibly use in the Deepstone Crypt raid yeah. coming up in Beyond Light. Especially if you're you like Night Demon, you'd always get killed the first 30 seconds into the Sparrow Race. I try doing different things. Stop it. Or if you are trying to farm to get the exotic sparrow from the Scourge of the Past, this EV Void Streak. I'm not entirely sure whether this one will be coming back into kind of a, a loophole in with the packages or not. The same with the shaders that we got last year. We got a pomegranate gloss and a tangerine gloss. There were also some uh, emotes that you could get as well. There was flag on the play. I think I've seen this in kind of the Twitch Prime rewards, wasn't there? And things like that. There's paperwork. Breathe in, the silly handshake, flick of the wrist, and the hip bump. And these may have kind of been just rolled into the Eververse engrams at some point. I I wouldn't know because I collected them all last year whilst I was in Solstice. So they may be something that's kind of either coming back in the packages this year or something that's just not. Also, we had three exotic ghosts last year. We had the Shard Shell, the Jubilant Shell, and the Buoyant Shell two exotic vehicles which was the micro mini which was the um 
the little sparrow, wasn't it? Do you remember that, guys? Everybody wanted that mini sparrow. I, I still use that to this day. The one with there the little go. needle on the front. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't I know. Maybe spur off yet. Yeah. Are and you talking leg- about the exotic or the legendary? I'm sorry. The exotic one. Okay. No, I still use that right now. Yeah. The, the, but the, the little blue. Yeah, the little blue one yeah. that you can ride. So yeah, there was the oh. micro mini and the legacy two, which I, I think it looked like a boat, like the wooden boat that you have in that yeah. Indiana Jones has in the Last Crusade. Is that kind of wooden? Nice kind reference. Of, yeah. Um, you know. Also, talking about the mini sparrow, right? Uh, you know how you have the emo where you're riding the tiny little sparrow, right? Yeah. Well, I was doing a raid with my son and a few uh, randos, right? And I had that emote going, and my son's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't know they had that in the game, right? And then I got on my actual sparrow, which was the mini sparrow you're talking about, and Alexander, it took him a second, he goes, wait, 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 hold on, wait. Is that a real sparrow? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess he didn't see me transition from the emote to the sparrow. Because yeah. the sparrow is so <laughs> tiny, it still looks like the emote, yeah. right? So when I took off, he's like, whoop. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we got an exotic ship, which was the Summertide Kite. There was two legendary ghost projections, which was the Triumph Projection and the Buried Treasure Projection. Four rare ghost projections, which was Sunglass Protection, the Crab Protection. I say protection, sunglass projection, crab projection, beach ball projection, and the palm tree projection. I Two would like trans- crab protection, though. That would be a perk I'd like in Destiny to yeah. make sure those crabs leave me alone. That, that, that's exclusive to Louisiana and Mississippi. <laughs> Two transmat effects, which was the sandcastle and the beach ball. And then there were six bundles, which contained a complete solar armor glow set for 2019 arc and void and then you had a one-time purchase that you could get from eververse for the titan hunter and warlock so that's what you could get last year this year what's been added into the database are two exotic emotes catching rays and power rising two legendary emotes which are sweltering heat and twisty dance one legendary multiplayer emote and that's intimidating snap three ghosts with hats so you may have seen these floating around there's the spelunking shell, which is a kind of fedora-looking hat. Uh, the cabana shell, which is like a one that you kind of see at the beach while you're drinking out of a coconut kind of thing. People with these kind of boat-looking white hats. That's the only way I can, can describe it. I'm sorry. Uh, the backspin shell, which is like a tennis of, uh, sunshade visor-looking one. The, all three of those are from Eververse. There's two exotic sparrows. The Irina's Grace and On Gilt Wings, again, Eververse. One Ship, the exotic, the Soul Piercer. Uh, again, not sure whether this is coming through Eververse or it's like the Void Sparrow where you had to complete all the three sets on all three classes to obtain. Uh, there's two new shaders and a Transmat effect, again, Eververse. I'm all in for the intimidating snap. <laughs> but between that and the cowbell, I feel like those are just the two the two you need going forward. So I, I'll, I found uh, actually episode thirty from last year. The I only use my guns for special occasions, featuring celestial talons, has some video footage of uh, EAZ from last year, featuring okay. our Aussie companions Andy and G Dad. So we'll with, uh, it starts about about an hour into. Another one of our, you know, three-hour extravaganza. So I'll put a link in the show notes there to that. Just if you, I mean, 
Not that you haven't seen EAZ footage by people far better than me, but if you're curious going, well, what is this? It you know, just shows how sort of how the mechanic works. Because we've been doing this a long time, and we can actually go back to last year and say, hey, last year when we did this, <laughs> it's still weird to me to think we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. So I know your next question, guys, is how do you upgrade the different sets of armor, isn't it? That's what you that's what you two are wondering, isn't it? No, not Ooh, even a little. I what, get it. No. What wall do I need to bang my head against to unlock the new armor set? Well, there are several different things that you need to do. And they've kind of changed the objectives from what they were last year. And it looks like they're a lot easier. So yeah, last year there was quite a few I'd say kind of difficult achievements to kind of unlock the certain parts of armor for example there was a guide that had to be put together by dpj on how to get 200 hunter void grenade kills now they've i think cross your fingers they've kind of taken these out of doing that on the armor pieces and we'll run through it in a second another one was get 300 titan solar melees so yeah there was there was you had to kind of look at different videos to find different ways of doing it quicker because it just it got a bit tedious with things like that but it looks like they've kind of improved how to get these ones and they slightly vary on each class so hunter we'll run through the with the hunter for the renewed set so complete runs through the european aerial zone land final precision blows and defeat fallen combatants so you only have to do one complete run of the eaz 50 precision final blows and kill 100 fallen and that would unlock the um, the mask or helmet. For your grasps, you'd have to complete five strikes, uh, generate solar orbs in crucible or gambit, and uh, open 10 solstice packages. And that would complete your grasps or gauntlets. Your vest or your chest piece, defeat 50 combatants in the EAC, collect void solar or arc orbs, 400, don't be put don't be put off by that because they just drop like candy all over the place and kills on the eaz with solar subclass 50 and that would do your chest piece uh, the strides or your boots complete five public events on nessus uh, defeat 50 people with your supers and 25 guardians either in crucible or gambit and that would do your boots or your strides and then your cloak or your cape complete adventures collect arc orbs in any strike and complete crucible or gambit matches so that's five adventures 100 strike orbs and five matches and it would differ on each class so for say the titans mark it's void solar or arc orbs rather than just the arc orbs for the hunter and on the bond it's public events supers and crucible matches so they've kind of they it's all the same kind of thing but they kind of mix it up for which piece you kind of have to complete for it so we'll move on to the titan for the majestic set so complete gambit matches collect elemental orbs using a matching arc solar or void subclass so as a, as we said that the the burns will rotate daily and it'll let you know on the screen what day is a specific burn for generating orbs as well. Is this is this verified or are we just basing this whole thing off of what happened last year? No, this is verified. This is what I'm 
this is all verified stuff for this year. This is why I'm saying it's different from okay. what the pieces were last year. And it seems they've taken out some of the elements to make it a little bit easier, but bumped up some of the other things that you kind of had to get. Right. So you've got to complete 10 Gambit matches for the Majestic... This is the Majestic Helmet set, and that is for the Majestic Helmet for the Titans, but it's the chess piece on the Hunters that you have to do this. So that's how they kind of mixed it up, so it may not be the same thing on each class. So 10 exciting. Gambit matches. 10 Gambit matches. Void, Solo, and Arc Orbs, 1,000. Guardians defeated with arc weapons, 100. The gauntlets, complete heroic public events, that's 10. Defeat combatants with abilities, that's 100. And defeat bosses, and that's 20. The chess plate, defeat combatants in strike playlists using subclass that matches the arc solo avoid element for the day. Defeat combatants in the European aerial zone and defeat four using a subclass that matches the arc solo avoid for the day. So the strike playlist kills, you have to get 600. And make sure that you do it in the strike playlist because I think they found out last year if you kind of just selected a strike or you did it in a nightfall, it didn't count. Combatants, it's 200. That's in the EAC. And fallen defeated is 300. So some of these things you can kind of double up on. So if you're on the EAC, you get one that has loads of fallen in, that would count towards the combatants and the fallen. So there's a lot of things that you can kind of work out from doing multiple things. And it's mainly good to try and do it with a fire team or with a friend or just LFG might work. That worked last year with some people. Um, well, I'll just say, and, and some of these too, like a lot of the ones where you know collect all these orbs. This is one of the few things in the game where if I get the kill, I get my orbs. But you can also collect my orbs. So if you're all, you know, if you're all playing the same class and you need to collect solar orbs, and you're all running solar subclasses with solar weaponry, the game will just rain solar orbs upon you. So if you're looking, uh, going, oh god, I have to get a hundred solar orbs, that won't take you very long because it's all the solar orbs that everybody is creating in the EAZ or in the strike or whatever. So yeah. the you know the numbers because I think at one point it was like you know getting like two hundred fifty or five hundred orbs, but it went really quickly because it's all the orbs available. So it was, again, as long as you're with two people, you know people of the it really is like people of the same character class you're playing because they're trying to get the same color of orb, it makes it it makes it going really easy, mm-hmm. really not really but easier versus the absolute grind for going oh I have to do all of these myself. So it's one of the few places Bungie learned that hey you know, work as a team to do this, even if you're not on the same, you know, in the same fire team doing this. So hopefully they're going to learn, you know, continue to learn that lesson and not make us go get individually all of these things or fight each other for these kills. And the nice thing about the EAZ too is it was big enough for, like, it would sort of spread the mini bosses around on the map and sort of put them in different places. So you could say, hey, I'm going to go get this one over there, you could get that one over there. Or at least if you're in different parts of the area, you can sort of farm, you know, the fallen kills or the cabal kills or whatever without fighting your two other fire team members unless they just happen to be following you around the map like a puppy dog in which case you're back where you start puppy dog. <laughs> so for your boots on the titan anyway we'll stick with the Titan for this one so Are defeat combatants yeah oh defeat combatants God. with elemental damage that's 2000 elemental fire blows collect void orbs in any strike so there's your ruinous effigy and defeat combatants with solar melee attacks and that was a hundred. Oh God! <clears throat> so yeah, you still have to do some of these. Damn it! I thought they'd taken that out. 
<laughs> this is Bungie. They want you to grind. Oh. They want you to have that armor be worth it, Night Demon. But it's not! No, but Night Demon will still grind all three armor sets out. You know he will. Okay, so... Not, because we have better sense and not enough time. I don't think he can, so, though. He's scrap what I said. Invested. Scrap what I said at the beginning there where that I thought they'd taken it out. They haven't taken it out. You still need to get a hundred void grenade final blows on your hunter. Oh my god. So what I will do is I will link <laughs> hold on, wait, is that is that guardian final blows? That's just final blows. No, that's enemy. Oh, that'll be easy with the void grenade. That'll be that's not hard. Yeah. So uh where are we? Carrying on. The mark for the Titan. Complete patrols on Io. Collect elemental orbs of any type in the European aerial zone and defeat enemy combatants with solar weapons. So that's five patrols, 200 elemental orbs, and 300 solar weapon final blows. Finally, moving on to the Solstice Suite Magnificent for the Warlock and the Titan and the Hunter. Now, the trick was for last year. If you had managed to do all your other sets and got them up to the um, majestic, well, not the majestic, got them up to renewed, which was blue set. Cause I think we started off with a white set, then it went to blue, didn't it last year? So if you completed everything up to the point of doing your majestic sets unlocked for all the classes, what you could do is literally equip the whole set on each character, but you could then go and do whatever the requirements were on just one of the characters and as long as the other characters on your uh bungee profile had the set equipped and they were wearing them you would get an auto completion on each part of those uh, armor parts so for the magnificent set this year you have to complete a nightfall ordeal strike on master difficulty now this is the 1080 version this isn't the grandmaster so this is doable with a good fire team and you've got a quite a few weeks to get close to 1080 so that that's worth doing so make sure that the helmet for each person is at the magnificent set and it's put on those characters when you actually do that and it will auto complete hopefully cross your fingers that it did the same as last year for those characters and the same with whatever you're going to do for the other ones so the grips or the gloves or the gauntlets is complete a nightmare hunt on the moon. Doesn't specify what tier of nightmare hunt at the moment, anyway. The robes, the plate or the chest piece, the vest is complete a pit of heresy on the moon. The boots, the greaves, the strides is win matches in Trials of Osiris and you have to win seven. Doesn't say whether it's in a row. I'm guessing it's very much like the triumphs at the moment. It's just seven random wins. And the bonds, the marks, the cloaks, the butt capes, the hoods, the wristbands, uh, defeat the final boss in the Ultra of Sorrows. So that's the tier five boss, I, I guess. So you go to the Ultra of Sorrow, fight with all the other people that are there, and that will be completed. And hopefully, if you've got all your sets up and you do it on one of those characters, it will auto-complete on the other two. You won't have to worry about it any further. And the good thing about this whole thing, you don't have to do it. So respawn sitting there, man. Oh, this is fine. 
it's just something extra for you to do. You don't have to do it. It's just a bit of fun. And I remember last year, Parody had so much fun on the EAZ just bouncing on the rooftops and going collecting chests, didn't you, Parody? EAZ is just a place I really enjoy. I enjoy the layout, and I just enjoy it. Honestly, I was so happy not to run through a forest again. I was delayed to have any, <laughs> any kind of new area that it wasn't just another version of the reskin forest. No, it's a lot of fun because it, it, it's a lot of verticality to it. I, I likened it to playing Crackdown in Destiny. Did you just mention a different game in our podcast? That is forbidden text, my friend. Uh, it's the second time it's happened this episode for those of you keeping track at home. <laughs> Destiny 1 doesn't count. Nope, wasn't that one. Other things that they mentioned last year, there won't be an event engram. They haven't done an event engram for quite some time, so that probably still won't be a thing this year. Uh, instead, every single item will be available for direct purchase using silver or bright dust. Again, probably be the same this year. Armor glows, they were available to add to your solstice, um, add to your solstice of heroes armor sets. You had to purchase those through Eververse. I do believe you could use bright dust or silver. Um, again last year yeah i think they said you know for the entire event everything will be available at some point during the month in the eververse for bright dust so yeah. if there's something you're particularly looking for you know every tuesday or whatever go to eververse check out if it's there that week for bright dust and either work on grinding your bright dust or, or store it up till you've got it so everything will be available at some point and, and i know there were a couple of exclusive silver only things that they said we will tell you I think they tweeted it out last year, like every week. Hey, this week's things for silver exclusive are, you know, this emote and this sparrow or whatever. Hmm. But most of it was available in Eververse that you could get for playing the game and not buying it with real money. And if you purchased one of the glows for the Void Arc or Solar, uh, you could attach that to whichever Guardian you wanted to. It wasn't set to, you had to put it on your Titan. If you purchase one of the sets, like one of the glows, like Solar, you could then equip that on all three characters. You didn't, it wasn't locked to anyone. And it would also shine brighter when you had the subclass element aligned with the glow as well. So that was also quite a novelty for the the glows for that. Boring! Shut up, you. <laughs> Just to give you a quick rundown, the EAZ was made up of seven different zones. There was the meditation grounds, the ruins, oh, the town, yeah. the factory, the mall, Garage, 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 and each day, uh, different energy would fill the air and allow you to become empowered. So, solar energies blast through the EAZ, filling the air with the smell of sun-baked earth. Arc energies crackle through the EAZ, filling the air with smell of ozone. And we discussed this last year, didn't we? We wanted to know what the smell of ozone was. We still couldn't get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it void like energies. If you ever went to an oxygen bar, that's what it smells like. No, oxygen. Because ozone just means O3, three three molecules of oxygen. So go to an oxygen bar, oxygen bar, take a big sniff of some pure oxygen, not that flavored crap, and that's what it smells like. Should I bring my oxygen SR3 with me or no? No, that's been absolutely. (laughs) Maybe you'll find some use out of it for once. And Parody and Respawn's favorite element, Void, when that energy pulses through the AZ, it fills the air with the smell of potential. It does. Dear sweet potential of that shield about to smack you upside your head. That (laughs) is what we were trying to figure out, the smell. Potential. What the hell does potential smell like? Uh, Well, I mean, I can tell you for a Titan, 
the smell of potential is knowing that somewhere nearby there's a hunter you're going to smash into the back of and just waiting for that potential to happen. That's that's the smell of potential. Uh, you know what? That was unnecessary. Okay. And as Parody uh, said about the, the, the Taken that suddenly spawn in the area, uh, they're called Prismatic Taken. Uh, they'd probably be exactly the same. And it'll pop, pop up on your screen, hunt for the Prismatic Taken. A uh, Prismatic Taken is roaming nearby if you're getting close to them. Uh, and Prismatic Taken has escaped. And yeah, they did tell you, they told you the name of the zone, which is why I told you there's seven different zones. You kind of have to kind of get familiar. There was yeah. a Centurion, a Knight, and a Captain that suddenly appeared. Yeah, and, and, and I think like we said, the value for killing them was I think it, like it refilled your super and you know gave you a bunch, you know just like maybe some extra heavy drop or there was some there's some benefit to doing it in, in the game itself other than the triumphs tied to it. Yeah, um, there was all part of it. There was also weekly and daily bounties, and I believe the weekly one was just like collect an absurd amount of orbs from just pursuing the the event through the system. And then you had various different ones during like daily ones that would rotate in and out. So there was Enlightened, which was defeat enemy combatants in the EAZ with Arc subclass or Arc loadout equipped. Make them hurts, defeat enemy combatants in the EAZ with Arc weapons. Golden Jewels, which was loot the chest in the EAZ. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Because the electricity. And hurts. <laughs> and there was one that was called Into the Broken Ark, which was complete the strike Exodus Crash on Nessus, which hopefully won't be coming back. <laughs> but you can see there was there was loads of different ones, and they've probably got either new ones or they've got the same ones back again. Get back again. One or the other. Dumbass yeah. bounties. Tell your friends. So. There was a few tips and tricks that came out of doing the Solstice event last year, which I think will probably Please. still be, which will still be relevant for this year. What people found it was easier to run along the rooftops to get to the mini bosses. So I believe there was always two mini bosses up at the same time, and they were literally it would just really annoy you. There'd be one spawn across one side of the map, and the other one would spawn on the other side of the map, and you kind of have to divide and go off. So you found it easier to run along the rooftops to get to the mini bosses. There are also teleporters on floating rocks on the edge of the map, and it will drop you from a height anywhere in the map, and they would drop you in specific locations. So if you went to the same teleporter, it would drop you in the same place somewhere else, but it would it would be that same place if you went to that teleporter. The treasure ghosts and the cash detectors and also snipers were were useful to find the chests at the end. Only they weren't because they don't actually work. So, like when you're out in the worlds and you like, you know, throw a sniper rifle on, or you got one of your treasure hunter ghosts or cash detector ghosts, when you're near one of those chests, it would sort of tell you where they are. That does not work in the EAZ because basically, when the event, the final boss, the locations of the chests will show up for it was like five or six seconds. You know, you know, of, of like the twenty-five different locations, there will be a chest. You know, if you killed five bosses or you know five mini bosses, there will be five chests somewhere within those twenty-five locations. It'll pop up where they are for a couple of seconds, and then you know it won't show you on the map anywhere. And then the three of you dashed off, hopefully in different directions, trying to find which ones yeah. they were. So you know you can't put your sniper on or use your cash detector. Your hunter give them know where they are. And if you run it enough times, you start to learn where those locations are. And when you got, you could hear that kind of jingle, couldn't you? Of the a chest not being. Yeah, when you get close, it would show up on 
when you got real near, it would show you where the yeah. chest was or tell you that you were. So if you're sparrowing past one and all of a sudden you see an icon pop up, you can jump off and go, okay, it's here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and you, and if you opened a chest, it would open the chest for every person on that fire team. You wouldn't all need to run to the same chest. And I think people like Datto and Esoteric were get, killing like 25 mini bosses. But I think the, the most I ever got was like, like maybe 10, but it is doable to get most of them, <laughs> I guess. You got to think of this year with all the, you have the Wither Horde, you have the Ruinous Effigy, both weapons make it significantly easier, not only to kill mobs of ads, but even the, the, the yellow bars themselves, the bosses themselves. So like if they didn't change the, the enemy types or the, or the enemy like light level enemy, any of that stuff from the last time, it's going to be significantly easier to get a lot of boss kills this time. What's all the be new more champion produced. What's that? N- uh, how much you want to bet every mini boss is a champion of some sort? <laughs> Don't do that, Parody. You, you, you know they're going to throw the champion mechanic in there. No, no champions. They're, they're not going to give us a game mode that's stupidly easy to finish. Come on now. Unless it's shielded champions. Those are the only champions I'll allow. So long-range weapons like the Yotan and the Sniper is good to get one hit on the mini bosses. Um, I'm not 100% sure whether it counted towards your progress or not. I think... You had you maybe had to have got the kill, um, but again, until we get to this year, we don't know whether that they've changed it or if it was that that you just had to kind of get a hit on it and then somebody else gets the kill. Also, with that, the ogres that spawn in to pre- protect the larger boss ogre don't count as mini bosses. So there was one of the sets that you kind of have to do mini bosses. That won't uh, if those ogres are still the same ones, they won't kind of count towards it. So. If you are interested in knowing what the different sets are, the renewed, oh. the majestic, and oh. the magnificent sets, you yeah, can go to destinysets.com slash solstice. And if you've linked your Bungie account, or if even if not, it will give you a list of all the sets and all the different numbers of how to complete them. I think once you've linked your Bungie account, you can track what you've actually done on those sets. So if you are playing across all three characters, you'll be able to track those you sure can. And if you haven't done it at this point, and you if you haven't if you haven't used Destiny Sets at this point, you're missing out. Go to destinysets.com, link your account. It's stupidly useful for all these things. So what we'll also link for you is last year we linked a whole load of videos by Cheese Forever. He goes through how to upgrade the warlock drained, renewed, uh, the Titan drained and renewed the Hunter Drained and Renewed, and all classes for the Majestic Armors. So what you just kind of have to think is the Drain set is now the Renewed set, the Renewed set is now the Majestic set, and the Majestic set is now the Magnificent set. So I will relabel those, and I'll put them in the show notes. But just be aware he is talking about last year's, but most of the stuff still counts for this year. Um, 100 mini-boss kills in one run. Uh, Cheese has a video for that, so that would be helpful useful for some of the armor sets uh he also has an easy challenging enemy solo farm so i think i'm not sure if that's actually part of it this year so we just maybe uh, i'll link it anyway so it might be helpful and then dpj has a video guide on 200 void hunter grenade kills in five minutes i believe that was going to shiro chi and doing that tether throw out the grenade die and respawn pick up the um last wish checkpoint kind of thing 
And then there was 300 Titan Solar weapon kills and fallen kills in five minutes. And then 300 Titan Solar melee kills fast and easy. And then Ninja Pups did a whole complete guide on loads of different tips and tricks that may be relevant and may be useful for people to catch up on now rather than kind of get into it and not actually see, you know. Quick, quick tip, quick, quick, quick tip for the the Void Grenade kills instead of that Shiro Chi thing because you got to keep using banners for that. So if you don't want to waste your banners, honestly, go into the freaking Last Whisper uh, quest. Doesn't matter if it's a work or not. Um... Make your way to the green room, fall down the crack, have a have an auto rifle on that's got shield piercing rounds, and then um have the other mod that says if you kill uh enemies using shield piercing ammunition, it gives you ability energy back. Right? I forgot what that one's called, but it's got the uh, it gives you grenade and melee energy back if you kill things with shield piercing rounds. So you fall down the crack, throw a grenade. They're, let them run at you, and it'll just kill them as they run at you if you're using the Vortex Grenade. And you kill a couple of Thrall with the uh, Auto Rifle, you got your grenade back in a couple of seconds. So like I said, green room, fought on the crack on purpose, go to the opposite end of the room. There's like a little corridor that they'll all have to freaking um, funnel into. Toss a grenade, shoot a couple with the Auto Rifle, toss a grenade, shoot a couple. You'll be done in no time. Okay, thank you for that tip. But just to make sure that people are aware, this is the Whisper of the Worm hidden exotic mission that you can kind of either, if you've done it, there'll be a legendary version of it on the map on IO. If you haven't done it, I believe you can complete any public event in the area. I can't remember where it is on IO. Do you guys remember the where scar? it's? I can't remember now. You have to complete, you look it up. Um, you have okay. to complete a public event in that area and kill the two mini bosses, and there'll be a portal that opens up. Once you open the portal, you can go in and do this very tricky jumping puzzle. If you like, I could link a video for people that are unaware of this, as it's one of the weapons that potentially that that mission will go away because IO is disappearing. I'll make a quick note to link a video of, of Lost to... Oasis is the area. There you go. Yep. I think video for Whisper mission. Right. Yeah, and if you don't have it or don't know how to get to it, um, load up your Ultra Sorrow Escalation Protocol and just, you know, you're fighting other people for it, but it's also a great way to, to murder through some of these kills and grenades and everything else, because especially if you're a Titan, just put a, or have your Titan friend put a wall up right where things spawn the Ultra Sorrow, they run out and they're deaf and blind, then you just throw a grenade and watch them burn to death. It's great fun. um, Vortex grenades work really well for this if you have void vortex grenades. Other than that, if you're a Titan, you don't have vortex, right? You got to run with the the double double grenades with your uh, uh, the chest. What's the chest piece called? The the, the, the grenades, I think, I believe the grenades thing is only for it's void grenades on a hunter piece. Correct. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's melee for the Titan and. I can't remember what it. I'm just checking now oh, what it is. It's even easier. Just insurmountable skull fort and have a nice day. <laughs> no, but insurmountable skull fort doesn't work with solar abilities. Throwing hammer oh, in that case. Are. Yeah, throwing yeah, hammer works. Hammer. Yep, throwing hammer. Pick up your hammer. Throwing hammer. Pick up your hammer. Um, solar Thor. Let's but not while holding a sword with the uh, code of the devastator, because <laughs> that's not a thing you can do. 
Only one of your subclasses has the hammer that you can throw and run and pick up, right? Only one of our subclasses has, has a hammer full stop. Okay. I can't find where it is now. It says, um, good final blows is the chest piece there. Uh, solar melees. Super. It may just be super final blows for the, the warlock. Any super? Yeah, arc. No, arc super finals, which is oh, pretty dude, that's easy. even better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that seems fine. Yeah, it just it, did, did I tell you guys about the build where if you use the the kamehameha, you put on actually the that void helmet, the um, Nezrak sin, and use void weapons, and you get your super back even faster. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. Because that that class already has a little freaking orbs that come to you to get your super back faster, and you couple that with the Nezrak sin and a void weapon. God, you got your super back every. 20 seconds, I think. 20, 30 seconds? It's nuts. So, so to round it up, Solstice of Heroes is a is a fun event. And if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. It's just there to have a bit of fun. And, you know, I sometimes I get... I, I, when I was thought this was... When I thought this was coming into the game again, I thought, oh, I, I really enjoyed that. That was one of those ones where it generated orbs and gave you, you know, unlimited power. But then I was getting that mixed up with the Revelry. When the revelry came, that was the one where you kind of you could just throw out grenades like willy nilly, couldn't you? Just like constantly shower people with grenades. Do you remember that? It was, yep. it was some... where, yeah, where things became mayhem, everything. Yeah, and that's when you found a lot of people were soloing the dungeons. They were doing the. Um, <laughs> the that was so uh, much fun. They need to bring that back. Yeah, they were doing the reckoning. They were doing the reckoning like. Um, bridge without any supers they were just throwing out grenades and just destroying everything and there was a there is a triumph for doing that bridge area without using your super which i still haven't done i should have done it that week but i didn't um so i got a bit mixed up when solstice came back and you know these orbs and things i know it does kind of give you some kind of power up but it's not to the um, extent of what the revelry was but you know it's it's hopefully going to be a bit bit of fun for everybody to enjoy and get involved in um just to throw a few more tips and tricks guides and builds for you cheese forever has got a video on a malfeasance and witherhood glitch because apparently they share the same kind of functions with giving taken damage so that was worth a watch which is just for- dumb that, that's one for the pc folks because it involves weapon switching but it's it's just dumb <laughs> well you could have a you know console with an ssd uh yeah no because my console has an ssd and it doesn't even compare to pc dude no yeah even the only gets you so far or i mean as cheese puts it you could have one person running with a horde and one person running decent you still get the the damage which is quite nice Yeah. yeah fallout place has a video on problem with weapon ornaments now I thought this was just going to be one of those boring ones of, you know, if you equip the weapon ornament on this gun, it's just going to extend the, the range, like he did with the um, chaperone. Showed you that if you've got the ornament for that, that extends the barrel, which then gives you an extended kill. I mean, he does talk about that. But one thing that he I found quite interesting with that is the new pulse rifle, that the cold denial. Yep. If you get the Omelon ornament for that, it changes the scope. So it gives you a cleaner. It doesn't change the scope. It changes the, it, it changes the visuals 
of yeah. the zoom. Yeah, the, you still have the same zoom you did before. Yeah, you don't get any extra range or any extra zoom or anything like that. But you're it's like your eye is closer to the scope, so you have a wider field of view. There you go. It's it's a wider field of view. It's a cleaner <laughs> look. There you go. But yeah, it was an, that was an interesting video that he's put together. Uh, one for respawn. M Tash has come to the realization that Doom Archers are really good. They've gone from good to great, and he has a video on. I've seen that, and it's not for respawn. Respawn doesn't like it. No, I'm just giving you a warning, you know, yeah. so that you can oh, keep I've away from it. other Titans. I keep away from Titans anyway. It's like my mantra. <laughs> one for parody. Destiny Fun Police has got a Sunbreaker Monte Carlo Synthesept build for you. I'm in. Punching things. I know. There go. I Frostbite has got a charged Taraba build, which looks quite interesting. So if you have managed to get the Taraba, the exotic um, machine gun, or the exotic submachine gun from the Crown of Sorrow raid, then there are a couple of good builds out there with the Charge for Light, which are really good. So I Frostbite has a good guide for one of those. Cool Guy has got a lookout for this perk on the Truth Teller. So that's a, a good one for if you are looking for a replacement for your mountain top that that truth teller we discussed that if not on last week's show then the week prior about the that's going to be the mountaintop replacement even though it's not a kinetic it's still going to give you almost all the same benefits the mountaintop does mm -hmm. except for the straight shot thing yeah but cool guy's got a video on looking at looking out for certain perks to uh, enhance your gameplay so Cami Cakes has got a good catch-up guide for D2 for Seasons 11 and beyond. So this is for anybody that's kind of coming into the game now that's interested in, in kind of maybe getting Beyond Light or you're, you've got the Game Pass Ultimate and you're thinking you want to expand and play a bit more of Destiny come September, then this is the guide for you. Or if you know somebody that wants to get into Destiny, point them in the direction of Cami Cakes. He's got a really good video on that. Fallout Place has just done a lonesome God Roll update for the Season of Arrivals. So if you're looking for an updated version of your lonesome sidearm, then this is the one for you. Now, I do need to print a retraction from last week. I think it was last week. Uh, parody, and I must apologise to you, good sir. You can indeed get a Gnawing Hunger curated roll from doing the Tier 3 Reckoning. And MiFi has a video proving that you can possibly get this weapon to drop. Uh, so this is the curated role with Overflow and Rampage, I believe, that you were asking about last week. Um, it was confirmed also on Reddit. I did a couple of searches because um, originally when I was looking for it, when Season of Arrivals came back, there was a lot of Reddit posts asking about, you know, can, can you get this um, curated role again? You know, I don't want to miss out. And nobody for like 46 days on this one Reddit post confirmed that you could apart from this one guy that went on i think about three or four days ago and went, i've got one so yes you can um so there, I, I can, can foresee that you will be going into reckoning a lot more in the next couple there's of something beautiful about that to me because either a no one has stepped into reckoning for 46 days which i believe <laughs> or b the three people who have are like yeah but i'm not telling you bastards about it i'm gonna keep it to myself right? <laughs> so yeah i i i actually I've been looking at that gun. I haven't quite deleted it yet. I put it into the vault. I haven't quite gotten rid of it yet, but yeah, it, it will be being replaced because um, I, I've been farming. I've been farming the false promises auto rifle and the gnawing hunger auto rifle, and just none of yeah, none of the none of the rolls I have meets the, the sweeter business standard. So yeah, I'll be going back into reckoning to uh, to get that as I slowly maybe work through some of my 
armor pieces for my Gambit Prime stuff. I'm missing a couple of helmets that it just uh, won't give me. Did, did you see the Cactus video about the gnawing hunger? It makes sense, but my god, I do not want subsistence on my gnawing hunger, man. Like, it's just... Yeah, no, there's only one role that gun needs, and, and I know videos have been put out about it, but you want the curated role, the end, full stop. <laughs> Nothing else compares. If you don't have more bullets than they have health, do-da-do-da, you're not winning. <laughs> I love that. And the last video for you to check out is one by JB3, who's got an up-close look at the Titan Monster. So this is the sea monster on Titan. Just thought I'd throw that in there. What about the sea monster on Titan? You can have a look at it close up. JB3 has a what? video has a video on getting close up close and, and down and dirty with it. So that, that leads nicely into the thing you posted about earlier in the week that I think is worth mentioning. JB3 has been a great source of you know early access stuff or you know glitching into areas that you know you shouldn't be able to get into. And we, you know, as we've had a you know squirrely and froggy, you know, some of our PVM player versus map guys on the show in the past, and we've talked about it. Uh it's worth mentioning, you know, JB3 got banned from Destiny this past week. And he he says on Twitter. You know, over the past six months or so, I've taken the role of boundary break in Destiny 2. This is to say, I haven't been using glitches, but instead in-game data mining. It's been my pleasure to show you guys things that have never been seen before. It was a risk. I haven't been a glitcher, quote, for some time now, but many of you have picked up on that. I've been using third-party software to break barriers and walls. I'm sorry for wanting to show you all something cool. I realize by saying this, I'm losing much of the credibility that I had. I'm sorry to say, however, the story has come to an end. Budgie is the biggest fan of third-party apps changing the game's code. In case you couldn't read between the lines, I've been banned for hacking the game. I did it, so you don't have to. I'm glad I could show you all something new. This is the end for JB3. Thank you guys for the journey. I still have the utmost respect for glitchers of Destiny 2, Froggy, Bacchanetti, and Cloud LXXXV. Party on. So... I think it's worth making the distinction that, you know, you know, he says, you know, he got banned for glitching and, and, you know, your first thought was, well, Froggy and Squirrel, they did the same thing. There's a difference, you know, as Froggy and Squirrel and others have said about, you know, you're in the game, you're finding holes in the game to jump through and, you know, emotes you can break through walls in. That's in the Destiny game, in the Destiny sandbox. Bungie's not going to ban you for that. That's a bug in their game. And they've been good about saying, hey, you found a bug in, your, in our game. Good for you. That's on us, not on you. JB3 was using third-party software to hack into places you you can't get into into the game. You know, you can't fall down holes or you can't find a way through. That's why he was banned. And I think it's worth making that distinction because, of course, the threads are like, well, he wasn't doing anything wrong. He, was, he wasn't hurting other people's gameplay. Yeah, but you're still using a third-party software to hack into parts of the game. Bungie's not going to say, oh, well, you can do that while these other Crucible can't use their third-party software to win Crucible matches and trials. Yeah, and you hack the game, you're going to get banned. End of story. The end. So yeah, if if you don't see much more from JB3 and wonder where he went, that's what happened. And the last thing that I wanted to kind of throw out there is that Paul Tassie has written an article on what sets you can delete for possible transmog coming later on down the line in Destiny 2 2021, hopefully, cross your fingers. So these these sets are 100% uh, safe to dismantle for clearing. So if you are looking at your vault going like me, then oh, this is an article for you to check out, which um, is very valuable. Yeah, no, that's super useful. And 
because yeah, I, I've been. I mean, I didn't have this the issue of my vault runneth over like uh, some people do, but I've gone and, and bulldozed through a lot of stuff. But yeah, it'd be useful to have for the transmog stuff. What I should keep keep around at least long enough to have that have it be a thing before I go re-earn it for the ninetieth time. Yeah. Well, all very good. So, is respawn? Have you got anything to say this week? Because you've been very quiet. No, no, I haven't been quiet. I've been chiming in all the time. What are you talking about? Oh, just, my uh, mic is off. Respawn? What? Man, don't bet. <laughs> <laughs> that noise detection software is working absolutely phenomenally, I must say. <laughs> gentlemen. We'd like to apologize. Respawn was here. If you can hear him on the recording, I'll put him in there. If Where's the where's the link for the close up of the sea monster? That's what I was looking for, man. But it's not here. You you have all these respawn, lines. respawn. Water. If you're there, sing, sing. It, that might work. <clears throat> you gonna have another bleeped out song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's obviously not there. Time to take us away then, parody. <laughs> I think it is worth mentioning at right as we we you know go from our emote into our tiny sparrow to race our way off into the distance. The Solstice of Heroes starts August 11th and runs to September 8th. So you've got some time to do this. And if, you, if you're sitting here listening to the podcast going, great, Tuesday, I can't wait to jump into this, you got another week to wait. Tuesday is Iron Banner. Oof. Go into the Iron Banner, raise your light level, and thank you for joining us. Your Titans this week have been Parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one responds in real life. You can email us at two Titans and a Hunter at Hotmail.com. You can find the show on Twitter at two Titans underscore Hunter. We're on Instagram and Facebook. In the usual places. If you need raid help from the Guardian Hub, the best hub on the net, or Guardian Downcast that has new swag and artwork, you can go hit up lfg.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero. See, we are here to offer raid hindrance, trials, hurt, and giggling. If you're looking for completions, go check out those guys. They'll, they'll get you further. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live and Respawn on PC. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold the finest of podcasts gents tell the good people goodbye adios (laughs) but no i'm not i'm not the one hold on where's luna Shut up. I'm not the one that holds the crown, okay? Luna is the final boss. I'm just a stepping stone, right? So I'm just, I'm one of those side quests that they can choose to ignore and go straight to the final boss, right? So I love the fact that you had to double check to make sure she wasn't behind you. It doesn't matter. That's irrelevant, okay? I just want to get hit with a machete. Shut up.